0: So last week, as my brother was sharing, he shared something about praise. Amen. He said you should praise at the midnight hour. When you go to Isaiah, the verse in Isaiah, it says, God gives you a garment of praise for the spirit of what? Heaviness. Don't worry, I'm not yet teaching on heaviness. I'm just giving you an example of spirit, right? Because we already dealt with fear. So you probably already know how to deal with fear by now. So he gives you a garment of praise for the spirit of what? heaviness. So now the spirit of heaviness is a spirit that deals with your depression, suicide. All those are categorized under what we call the spirit of what? Have you ever noticed that when you are praiseful and when you are grateful, you are not depressed? Hmm? In your depressed state, you should try and say thank you to God or say thank you for what you have. The depression will go. In your depressed state, you start dancing and praising God. What happens to the depression? God. Because depression and gratefulness, depression and praise cannot stay in one place. That's why when God says, for the spirit of heaviness, he gives you what? A garment of what? Praise. But then there are ways to invoke it beyond waiting for God to give it to you. That's why when I, I like this verse. Psalms 100, verse 4. It says, enter the courts of heaven with thanksgiving and enter the gates with what? Praise. Why? Because by the time you're about to start ascending in prayer, you have to have already forgotten about your problems. Amen. Because if you go to prayer with your problems, there are high chances that in your prayer points, all you'll be doing is complaining to God about your situation. You'll be complaining to God about your situation. And you see my situation. That's why we say enter first with thanksgiving and what? Praise. So before you start praying. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Love knowledge. Do you never love knowledge. Love knowledge. A long time I used to pray anyhow. Then the Lord, in my retreat, he said. The problem that many believers have is they don't love knowledge. They don't love reading the word of God. They don't love listening to sermons. They don't love reading the Bible. Among those three activities, how many have done any of those three this week? Raise your hand. So, what activity did you do? I said three activities. Mm-hmm. The three that I've mentioned: yes, yes. reading the Bible, reading books, and <coughs> listening to sermons. Cool. Are you seen that yeah? You see, when you were born, again, what was born is your spirit. Your soul has to be re-educated. Are you getting that? Your soul has to be what? Re-educated. So, in educating your soul, you need to feed it with knowledge. Knowledge is power. That is true. In knowledge, there is power of deliverance. So, it's not every deliverance that will come out in Jesus' name. If you read about Legion, how many of you know Legion in the Bible? Okay, the madman of Gadara, the one who had a thousand demons. Much I relate, man. So these are signs that the Bible is not is really opened. Anyways, when you look at that verse in the book of Luke, you'll find that the Bible records that after his deliverance, he became in his right state of what? Mind. So the deliverance that occurred of casting out demons was removing a spirit entity from the man. But then they needed a renewal of the what? It's like this. British colonized us, right? After colonizing us, isn't it that we still have British manners? Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? So even when a demon is in your body, in your life, you find that after it leaves, what does it leave you with? (coughs) The manners that you were portraying when you had it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't be sad. Let's go. Be smiling, yeah. So my serious. I know it's a serious conversation. So anyway, when you go to the book of Isaiah 5, verse 13, it says people have gone into captivity because of the absence of knowledge. So which means that people made themselves to go into bondage because they lack what? Knowledge. They themselves, not that God has taken them, no. Not that the devil has taken them, no. But they themselves, because they did not want knowledge, what happened? They found themselves in bondage. When you go to the book of John 17, it says eternal life. This is life eternal. That they may know him, the only true God, and Jesus Christ who sent him. So the knowledge of God gives you eternal what? Eternal life. It's not only the receiving. It's also the knowledge. So, Jesus. Amen. So today, we're looking at seducing spirits. Tell your neighbor, seducing spirit. Tell your neighbor with more confidence, seducing spirit. Sadducing spirits. Now ask them, what's a seducing spirit? Sadducing. And I want to hear their answer.
1: <laughs>
0: eh? <laughs> I count of three, I want you to all shout the answer your neighbor has given you. One, two,
1: three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's silent. It's silent. Guys, come on. Amen. So you should check spirits. You know one thing I love about my brother? He did this. Most of you did not notice it in the group. Amongst the things that he was teaching, I think that was three days ago, four days, five days, he mentioned all the spirits and their particular verses. How many of you saw that? You saw that, eh? So me, was like, he's already preached my sermon in, in, in parts. Are you seeing that? He did that. She, she's on who no, street. it. How many of you are in the group? This is by self Mentorship Group. All of you, yeah? But how come she's on who saw it? This is what I'm saying. People don't love what? You don't love knowledge. Knowledge is attained by reading, by listening. All you want is what you want. You don't want what can help you. And you see me, I also follow. I was following and I was reading and I was playing the voice notes. Inasmuch as he's my brother, I still do that. Why? Because I can learn from anyone. If any of you were to start teaching, I still have her sermon in my phone. The time she was teaching about the Holy Spirit, I still have his sermon. The time he was teaching about dates. And everything is in my mind. Are you seeing that? His sermon. Even the scriptures are there. Her sermon. Even the scriptures are there. I think no. By then I was inside. Yeah, but I have those who I was present at the time. They are same ones. Cause can I tell you something? If you read 1 Corinthians thirteen, it says it talks about love. But there are parts that I need that I'm emphasizing. It says you know in part. So which means you don't know everything. Okay. The Pentecostal circle doesn't know everything about God. Mm. Catholic circle doesn't know everything about God. The SDS circle doesn't know everything about God. We all know in what? So now, are you humble enough to learn from the other party what you don't know? You must be humble enough. Hello? Humble enough to learn. Even if it was my small young brother teaching, I would listen. There are times I'm even paying attention. Why? I need knowledge. Because you don't know the Spirit of the Lord may be using Him to communicate something to me. Tell your love knowledge. Love knowledge. Tell your neighbor again, love knowledge. So even when things are shared in the group, learn. Yes, I know sometimes we all want power and all these other things, but the first key should be what? knowledge. Because how are you going to have power without knowledge? Imagine you, you, you have the power. God has given you the power. But you don't have the knowledge that you have the power. Are you going to use it? David Doman. Are you seeing the value of, of knowledge? So now let's get to my sermon. I'm teaching about seducing what? Spirit. Seducing what? Spirit. Many of you, what's a seducing spirit? Okay, before we go there, what is seduction? What is seduction? Yeah, um, uh, sure. Trying to, um, actually trying to lure someone to get them what you want them to get to or to behave the way you want them to behave. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Tef have... sorry. Others, what's seduction? So seduction is enticing someone into a temptation or leading someone to something charming or attractive. Have you heard? Enticing someone into a temptation... Or leading someone to something charming or attractive. Amen. So it is enticing someone into a temptation or leading someone to something charming or attractive. Amen. So it's you leading people into temptation. Hallelujah. Amen. So now you find that in as much as seduction is a term on its own, there are spirits that do what? Seduce. Amen. There are spirits that what? Seduce. So now these spirits are in charge of seducting people to do different what? Things. Amen. They seduce people to do what? What? Let's go to the book of 1 Timothy 4, verse 1 to 3. 1 Timothy, chapter number 4, verse 1 to 3. 1 Timothy, chapter number 4, verse 1 to 3. Who's there? So, 1 Timothy chapter number 4, verse 1 to 3. Who's there? Wait for us. Just stand as you're reading the word.
1: The Spirit clearly says that in the last time, some will turn away from what we believe.
0: Uh-huh. Some will turn away from what? So it means they were turning. Okay, continue first.
1: They will obey spirits that tell lies uh
0: uh-huh. mm-hmm. They will obey what?
1: Spirit that that tell that lies. lies. Uh-huh. And they will follow the teachings of demons. These teachings come through people who tell lies and trick others. Mm-hmm. These evil people cannot see what is right and what is wrong. Mm-hmm. It is like their conscience their conscience has been destroyed with a hot iron. They say that it is wrong to marry and they say that That's
0: verse three? Yes. Just end verse three.
1: Thank they you. say
0: that it is wrong to marry, and they say that there are some foods that people must not eat. That's I Thank know. you. Can I have a seat. <coughs> I need another version. Uh, yeah. I need you to hear a word for what? Mm-hmm. Not Parry is preaching for his word. It's it's uh-huh. Now the screen
1: expressly says that in later times some. Giving heed to deceiving spirits Uh and doctrines of demons, Uh speaking lies in hypocrisy, Uh having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth.
0: Amen. Now the spirit speaketh expressly. At the time, some shall be speaking of faith, giving need to seducing spirits. To what? The spirit. Your vision said what? Your vision said what about spirits? Spirits spirit that tell lies?
1: Deceiving spirits.
0: Spirit. Ah, this one I said what? <laughs> So the spirit that tells lies and the the same spirits are the ones that what?
1: Giving leads to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, obedient to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the
0: truth. Amen. Thank you, you can have your seat. So in the latter days, aren't we in the end times? So the Bible is talking about our times. It says that in the latter days, many will give heed. It means they will listen to what? Seducing spirits. They will depart from, it face with departing from the faith. And it shows that in the way that they depart from the faith, it's by them listening to what? Seducing spirits. Or spirits that tell what? Now, these spirits that tell lies, they do not tell lies through themselves. No. They use a body. Isn't it what your Bible is saying? They shall give heed from those those people. I like the version that she said. Are you saying that? The version that she used. It says the people themselves, they they are the ones who are going to be hosting the spirits. And these spirits will be giving you messages. And these messages will throw you away from the what? The faith. But it is, you have to be careful who you listen to. If many, many people who know me, they know that I'm very particular. I think my brother can attest to that. Even before I listen, I check fists, Because I do not want to depart from the faith. Because certain people, as they are preaching the gospel, it sounds like truth, but it's fake. If you do not know truth from fake, you cannot distinguish the two. And sometimes you end up in fake for a very long time that you never get to see the truth. And the truth sets people free. So, you find that the devil will keep you in lies, the devil will keep you in deception, so that that way you do not get to the true faith, you do not truly get to know who God is, and you do not truly get to know what the Lord has installed for you. So, certain preachings may tell you you are powerless, and yet God has said he has given you power through him. Are you seeing that? Hallelujah. Many, it doesn't say few. It says, many. Tell neighbor, I will not be amongst the many. Be because, because I will love the truth. Here's the thing about truth and lies lies are sweet at the beginning, but bitter at the end. The opposite is true for truth. Truth is bitter at the beginning, but sweet at the end. So many people don't like bitter stuff. If I thought if some of you were sick and they said drink medicine, you wouldn't love it, but yet it makes, it makes you what better. So that's the same between truth and what lies. Many people want to feel better instantly, without going through the process. So you must love truth. Tell them to love truth. do them to love truth. Do they love truth? (laughs) Amen. So it's not everybody you should listen to. That's what the verse is cautioning us. There's another scripture. I don't know if it's the same verse. It talks about itching ears. Do you know what itching ears are? You only want to hear the gospel you want to hear. You do not want to hear the truth. Itching ears. I, I, I don't know if it's the next verse that we're going to look at. Or it's the same verse, but my version of the Bible. It talks about itching what? Where people only want to hear what they want to hear. Hallelujah. For instance, my brother said there will be prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. For your own deliverance. Some people just want deliverance, minus the prayer and what? I just want a miracle, minus the process. That's how many of people in our generation are. Because for every miracle, there is a what? Process. Blesses. Yes, God blesses, but what's the process of him blessing you? Yes, God gives abundance, but what's the process of him giving you abundantly? So many people skip the process because they have been fed lies. They just want the God of sharp, sharp Instant God. Now I'm not saying God doesn't do things instantly. Get me right. Every time God is doing something because it's allocated for that specific what? Time. So in understanding the law of process, you have to understand that God does things at his own what? Time and what? Season that he has appointed for you and I. Are you getting that? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. But Amen. what I'm saying is love the process in as much as you love the end, what? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many people have given heed to seducing spirits. So spirits that tell lies, spirits that make them depart from the true faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So now how does seduction happen? One, through what you hear. Through Through what you what? Through what you what? Through what you what? Somebody go to Luke eight verse eighteen. Yeah, I just want the first part, yeah. Luke eight verse eighteen.
1: Take heed therefore how ye hear, for whosoever hath to him shall be
0: given, and whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken even which he seemeth to have. Okay. Take heed what you hear. So it means be careful with what you what?
1: Hear.
0: Somebody go to Matthew twenty four verse four. Amen. Matthew 24, verse 4. Who's there? Matthew
1: 24, verse 4. The Bible records, and Jesus answered and said
0: unto them, Take heed that no man deceive
1: you. Take heed that what? No man deceive you.
0: You see, because people can be used by what? Spirit. Because for you to work with God or God to work on this earth, how, what does He use? Our bodies, right? So it means even evil spirits use what? Bodies. uh, You can write this verse down. You read it in your own time. 1 Kings 22, verse 19 to 23. 1 Kings 22, verse 19 to 23. 1 Kings 22, verse 19 to what? So this is a passage of scripture where there was a lying spirit that was sent. And nearly every prophet received... Lies. Apart from one. How are you getting? It? Apart from what? One individual did not receive lies. So in as much as he was telling the king to say, King, this is the counsel of the Lord to say that when you go to fight your battles, you will die. You will not come back. He was believing all oh, the lie. Because sometimes lies feel nice. Isn't it so? Feel sweet. You... Isn't it so?
1: Hallelujah.
0: So take heed what you listen to. Ask neighbour, what are you listening to? Now ask, what, what are they saying? <laughs> i chance. Now ask them, who are they listening to? <laughs> Hallelujah. These two questions you should ask yourself all the time. What am I? Who am I? Because certain times as you are speaking to some people... I think I was telling her recently. I was telling her. I was telling her to say, as you are listening to certain people, you should pray for discernment to distinguish who you are speaking to. Because certain times as you are speaking to people, you may think it's people, but it's a spirit behind the what? The people. Jesus Christ... Peter tells Jesus Christ, "Do not go to the cross. Let you just leave, King. Just leave." And Jesus Christ did not see Peter saying, "He Satan, get what?'" Are you seeing that? Apparently, my Lord, He's speaking from experience. I'm speaking from the Bible. Didn't wasn't Peter of God? But who was working through Peter at the moment? Are you seeing that? So the devil spoke through, and Jesus Christ, because he was already trained in discernment, he was able to tell, Ah, we debate. You want satan tell? we I'm it. <laughs> so, are you seen that? Hallelujah. So be careful what you hear, and be careful who you listen to. These two what? things? Who is speaking at the moment? Who is what? It doesn't matter who we are talking to. If it's mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, whoever. Ask yourself who is. Because you've seen that deception and lies comes through hearing and listening to people. So certain people will tell you lies that will take you away from your faith. Hallelujah. Even if they tell you lies in the form of jokes, do you know that certain times those are seeds that they are sowing, or they are weeds that people are sowing in your life? Remember seeds and weeds? Seeds are from the word of? Weeds are from everything else, because it doesn't produce fruit. Are you getting that? That's why the Bible, I think it should be in Galatians, if not Philippians, it says, let your words be seasoned with what? Salt. Speak gracious unto one another. Hallelujah. That's a story for another day. This seduction also happens through what you see. Through what you what? Through what you what? Through what you what? Amen. Through what
1: you what? Hallelujah.
0: You have won the victory. For death could not hold you bound. Should I ask a sensitive question or should I give it? I ask it. And you answer. Very sure you answer. Yes. 100%. Yes. Guys, are you serious? Yes. Okay, this is mentorship. So how many of you have ever had sexual dreams? Raise your hands. <laughs> Raise your You said you answer. This is answering. You answer by raising your? your hand. That doesn't drop there. I want to see the hand. Too. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Hallelujah. So now, you find that deception had Oh, sorry. Seduction happens to what you What? Some of you... I'm not saying oh. among say, oh. the set people who raise the hand. Some of you who had those dreams, they were a resultant effect of the things that you were watching. Some... I haven't said oh. You may know yourself. Some of you, the dreams that you had were a resultant effect of the things that you were? Because... Dreams come at three levels. I will say, dreams come at what? Three levels. One, dreams come at the level of God communicating to who? You. And then dreams now come at the level of the devil communicating to? You. So now, for those who did not watch anything, in <laughs> category. that's a devil communicating to? You. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you can get it. And then now, the third level is what you watched and what you heard. Is what manufactures what? Dreams. I'll give you an example. How many of you have ever watched Nigerian movies? Yeah. So that's I'm giving you an example of. So, not all dreams come from God, not all dreams come from the devil. Certain dreams come from you. And what you see and what
1: you
0: <laughs> So you've gotten it, yeah? So when some of you had the dreams, it was the result and effect of what you what? So what you watched, what you heard. Yes, you may have just glimpsed a little bit, ah, Japuya ah, Pa still from what? What you
1: mean? <laughs>
0: Don't blame the devil 24 7. Then in the night you have a dream about it. Hey. <laughs> You've seen it, yeah? Hello? Hello? So it was what you watched. Then for some of you, yes, it may be the devil. I haven't said it is fully 100%. It may. Yes. Then for others, I want to communicate. Maybe that should be minister's conference, but we'll leave it here. Amen. So, it may be. So, if you know you watched, (coughs) you know where it was. If you know you didn't watch, the deal. Because at the end of it, some of you, that's why you find that after you have that dream, you have the edge. Am I lying? Some of you, after you had that dream, you had the edge. True or false? The edge, the same sexual dreams that you had. Then you had the sexual edges. Are you seeing that? Because the devil was seducing you through your what? Hallelujah. His mentorship, so it's to be real. Mm? It's to be real, right? Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So uh, some of you dream, see, do what. Just don't always say it's the devil; it's God assist. Is a need for discernment in the body of what, and that's one of the tools for dealing with seducing spirits. Like we'll focus on that later. Amen. 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 So now, in order for you to do with deal with seducing spirits, look for your weaknesses. Look for your what? How many of you know your weaknesses? Raise your hand. Oh, these are the things that the devil can use for me. Raise your hand. Some of you don't even know.
1: Hey! Hey!
0: The devil seduces you to do things that you have an appetite for. Listen to that word again. The devil seduces you to do things that you already have an appetite. So it means the appetite is in existence. He's just pushing you to do that thing. And he's trying to amplify your
1: appetite
0: so that you can eat. Hallelujah. Let's go back even to Genesis. Because the spirit, the same seduction spirit is called the spirit of lies, right? Hello. The spirit of seduction is called the spirit of what? The spirit of what? Deception as well. Alright? In the book of Genesis 3, what happened? So seduction happened, right? Lies happened, right? Hello? Amen. So Eve was deceived. Eve was seduced. Eve was lied to by the devil. But did the devil move Eve to say, here, he will cut him. She, he focused on the appetite that Eve had. And then now she went and ate. So it means that seduction does not happen in areas where you do not have appetite for. It only happens when you know that you have an appetite. That's why it's key for you to know your what? Uh, James 1, verse 12 to 15. So tell your neighbor, know your weaknesses. James 1, chapter 1, verse 12 to 15. Some of you here is the problem. We they do out, out in Jesus' name? But then demons keep on amplifying. Why? Because you haven't noticed the area or the gateway that the enemy is using to enter your life. He's using your what? Weaknesses. Hey Amen. He's using your what? Jesus Christ was hungry. He had an appetite to what? And the devil brings food. Imagine an appetite. I come on. Appetite to what? He <laughs> said, you in your area of where you have an appetite. Amen. So there was an appetite to eat. James chapter 1, verse 12 to 15. Who's there? James chapter 1, verse 12 to 15.
1: Yeah. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, mm-hmm. which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Uh-huh. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God.
0: Just there. God doesn't? God doesn't? Yes. Because there's no lie and truth in existence in God. So if you, if you say God tempts, it means he deceives, he seduces, he lies.
1: <laughs> Go on, no? For God cannot be
0: tempted with evil. Uh-huh. But every man
1: is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust.
0: Ah, wait. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own what? Lust. they he say the lust of God? What does he say? His what? Lust. Does he say the lust of the devil? It says his own lust. Yeah, and, and enticed.
1: And what? Enticed.
0: Tackle those two words. Last and what?
1: Then when last has conceived.
0: Hey, okay, just there. Wait, sit down. Who we'll get <laughs> their first. Amen. Mm-hmm. He's all last. The the thing is, last is not just about sexual intercourse. Who lied to you? What is last? Last is just not about what. You should Google the words. Do your research. Last is just not about what. Such intercourse. It's about lasting over money. Lasting over things you just want. Are you getting that? Mm-hmm. So, he's own what? Yes. Things that you are longing for, that you are desperately in need of, but they are not needs, they are just wants, but you have met them? Interest. Mm-hmm. That's what demons do. They what? And that's what happens in the Garden of Eden. Eve was... enticing the use of words to move somebody to do a particular thing or take a particular course of action. Anyway, immediately. Where you ended? I want us now to take it what? Slow. Because we're now revising a different topic that we did. Uh-huh.
1: When
0: last has what? When last has what? What does conceive mean? To give in, not to give birth. To give in, not to give what? Faith. Hello? Hello? Amen. So lust is conceived. So, which means lust is like a seed. It means it needs somewhere to land. And when it lands there, that's what we call the conception what? So it means that the devil will use words, will use things that you see, and he will plant them as ideas in your what? Mind. Hey! That's conception of the what? Mind. Because your mind is a womb. also. It? it takes in what? Information, knowledge. Have you seen that? Because how can lust be conceived? My good sir, do you have a, a womb for you to conceive something? No, you don't, eh? Hello? Do you have a womb to conceive some, a baby? So the conception process happens where? Your eyes and your ears are connected where? I hope we are following. So when lust is conceived, what happens? It brings forth what? So when a woman conceives, she brings forth the what? A child. But in this case, when you conceive last, what happens is you give forth what? High. So it means it's easy to stay away from sin, But many people do not know how. So seducing spirits will come, will speak to you, will give you visions, will speak to you, will give you visions until you conceive whatever they are showing you. Then when you when you conceive whatever they are showing you, you begin to act upon them. But it what? Sinning. You begin to masturbate. You begin to fornicate. You begin to drink. You begin to do all these things. Because no one is born with a cigarette in their hands. No one is born having intercourse. No one is born with all these things. What happens? You are seduced in the process of your growing. And after seduction, what happened? Ah, these things are normal. Let's try. It says smoking is real. It's good. You're conceiving, you've given birth to what? Sin. You, not the devil, you, not God, you, not your ancestors. So you can blame your ancestors when you are the one responsible for conceiving what? Sin through lust. Started with lust, then as it germinated and grew, what did it become? Sin.
1: Continue. And sin.
0: Death. When sin is finished, it brings forth what? Adam, the day you consume of this tree, you shall? Yeah. I don't know if you're able to mind. This is a point where I know it. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. When it comes out, it gives forth birth to what? Death. Death is just not the ability of your Spirit to live your body. It's the suppression of life. Suppression of what? So it means that when sin comes in, you suppress your God kind of life. And that's the aim of the enemy. That's why he's seducing you. That's why he uses media. That's why he uses different platforms to seduce you. So that what happens in the end. You give forth birth to what? Death it means your faith is dead. This means all areas of your life are dead. Because it is only God who gives what? Life. And life in what? Yeah. Sin separates you from who? Yeah. The absence of God is what? Death. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to see that? Yeah. Okay, now you Thank you. for our guys already know it. <laughs> How you see that? So it's easy to stay away from. One, just check the spirit. Check what you're hearing. Check what you're seeing. Ensure that whatever you have heard, whatever you have seen, it should not be stuck in your mind. Because the thing about your mind is you cannot control what passes through your mind, but you can control what stays in your mind. For some of you, when you see pupils, when you see this, when you hear that, can you control what's coming in your mind? Flashbacks, memories, imaginations, all these things. You can't control that. But you must control what stays in your mind. Yeah. Seducing what? Yeah. Have you seen the strategy, the tactic that the enemy uses? The Bible says, be not ignorant of the devices of the... Devil. So, which means, the opposite of ignorance it means you should have knowledge of the devices of the... That's yeah. <laughs> why so I started with first understand the importance of what? Knowledge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, it is <laughs> The the, the way sin flows. The way things become what they become. The way seducing spirits operate. That same verse, if you look at it. After Eve saw that the tree was good for food, food, right? So it means she conceived that thought that the devil had given her. And then after all, she took action and she did what? Then the thing is, sin likes company. Who knows that? Sin likes what? When, starts, when people start smoking, they look for people who they smoke with. When people start watching pornography, they look for people who do show, and also, of them, they could be watching that. These are real things, because there are people who come and tell me, this is my addiction, this is my problem. The way some of them started because of a friend. They did not want to be alone. Bad company likes good company. Tell never that. So that it can corrupt the good company. Ah, anda. Hey. Ah! It's to say with confidence so that you understand it. Bad company likes what? So that it get, <laughs> <coughs> because that likes to take over. So does light, but the people with light, but it's a more in and uncomfortable. I need to explain something, but we we'll skip it because I'm also looking at time. Amen. How does one deal do with seducing spirit? Let me give you what to do not give you what the spirits are, how they fight your life. Let me give you what to do. What to do. Number one, understand your weaknesses. Remember, it is your own what? Last. Because the sin, this one may commit, the sin, this one may commit, the sin, this one may commit. It's not the same sin I can commit. You find that others, their greatest sin is theft. Others, their greatest sin is lies. Others, their greatest sin is masturbation. Others, their greatest sin is what? Fornication. So being able to understand your weaknesses, the other state that comes with that is prayer against them. Search me, O God. Cleanse me. If there is any wicked way in me, take it away. Accept me to the path everlasting. That's a verse in the book of Psalms. That's where this point is coming from. So wicked ways must come out. So pray against your what? I have 17 weaknesses. I wrote them down. So some I have to deal with them at the mental stage. Some I have to deal with them in prayer. That's how far I went with studying myself. 17. Some of you when you, when you, when you just sit down and start analyzing, my God, my God. <laughs> eh? So study your what? And pray against what? Sometimes also pray that they don't transfer to your children. Pray that they what? Yes, because things what? Transfer. Because of blood, blood relation. Amen. Number two, deal with the thought. Deal with them at thought level. Uh, number three. Okay, number three. Number two, you should pray that they don't go to your children or your children's children. That weakness must end with you. Amen. <laughs> this verse I keep on coming, but I don't know how to move. Deal with them at thought level, even before they develop and grow. Deal with them at what? <laughs> the warfare that we have is not carnal, right? Mm. For we wrestle not against what? But we wrestle against? Uh-uh. Readers, speak as though you are people who are understand the Bible. For we wrestle not against what? Continue it. This shows me that people don't have confidence in the things they read. How many of you have read your Bible? Raise your hands. So I want those who have raised their hands to finish this statement. For we wrestle not against ah, till the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people, are, people are mixing the, the verses so when you look at that base of principalities and powers see, amen principalities, what's a principality? and how do you think you wrestle with it? principalities you mostly wrestle with them at the level of the mind because they, that's why they have the first part princi-po principalities, principal. Amen. Powers, they are the ones that deal with emotions most of the times. An example of a power is what? Fear. Fear is a power. Are we getting it? Okay. So, let's finish another verse. For our weapons of warfare are not Uh uh-huh, tien. Uh-huh, Uh Uh-huh. So for our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of every thought. So it means, what happens? Every imagination. Where do imaginations live. Every stronghold. What's a stronghold? Fortified thought patterns are what we call strongholds. Do your research. Just, I'm giving you a Bible. Amen. Stronghold. So it means the weapons of warfare are not carnal, kind of, but they're mighty to the pulling down. They have to be pulled down from your what? Mind. So even before they develop, when a thought comes, quote a scripture. When a thought comes, go and take it to prayer. Because everything starts at the thought level. Before you hate someone, it's at the thought level. Then you keep on thinking, thinking, thinking. Then what happens? Hallelujah. So deal with them at the thought, what? Remember, the last is what? Conceived. It is conceived, so it means it finds incubation in the chamber of your mind. So ensure that it doesn't give birth to seeds of sin and death in the end. Hallelujah. That's number what? Number three, right? Oh, I thought I lost my point. So deal with them at they thought what? So even, I've already even showed you how to pray and what to do. In that third point. Because I said, when it comes at the thought level, quote what? When it comes at the thought level sometimes, take it to what? To the Lord.
1: Hallelujah.
0: The fourth one, study the word of God. Study the what? Read your Bible. every day. People, when they grow up, they stop singing these songs. Why? <laughs> Those are life-giving songs. Amen. Kula you. I can give you many scriptures on reading your Bible. But I'll just give you one. Psalms 119, verse 11. Psalms 119, verse eight. Psalms 119, verse 11. Study your Bible.
1: Psalms 119,
0: verse 11. So this is how to deal with seducing spirits, right? So each spirit is unique. And how you deal with what? (laughs)
1: Hello.
0: Each spirit is what? What? Unique and how you deal with what? Psalms
1: 119,
0: verse 11. Mm -hmm. Who's there? Can you read for us? I want different versions, so start from there. Psalms 119, verse 11. The Bible
1: records Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might
0: Thy word have I what? <laughs> guys, she's just I want you to repeat. Thy word has what? Wow, guys. Just yes, wow. Anyway, I'll, 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 be, I'll be screaming the lot this. So, thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not what? Sin against who? God. That was David speaking. So it's possible to stay out of sin. It says that the strategy for staying out of sin is what? Hiding of God in his heart. That's why Jesus Christ did not see, he did not give it to what the devil was. What? Say why? Because he knew what the word of God had what? said about a particular situation. That's why when you look at warfare when you look at warfare when you look at what? <laughs> yeah, no it was not the point I was trying to bring. Amen. So, are you seeing that, yeah? When you look at what was happening in Jesus' time, did Jesus say, devil, get out in Jesus' name? Oh, Hello? Is that what happened? He was quoting what? Thy word, have I what? If you have seeds in your mind, you always want to cultivate it. That's what it becomes. A tree or a fruit bearing tree. Do you see that certain times when weeds are about to grow in a is... garden that has seeds growing? Mm-hmm. But if you, if you don't have the word of God in your heart, how will you know weeds from what? Right from what? How? How will you know truth from what? From lies, because remember seducing spirits are the same with what lying spirits, so that they lie, lie, lie. Have you seen that? But the key for dealing with lies is what? Truth. The opposite of a lie is what? So it means lies keep you in bondage. The truth sets you. They do the opposite. So when the devil starts feeding you deceptions, seducing you, he keeps in what? So the word of God, if you look at that other scripture we had read in the book of James, right? It says the last is conceived. So now you find that for you to deal with the last, you have to have the word of what? God. That's why Jesus Christ had said, the devil cometh to me. And he findeth what? Nothing. That's what you should understand from that scripture. It means there was no lust which the devil could use to get to what? Jesus. Scripture. The devil is looking for an entry, a gateway, but because he's found no lust in me. What happens? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So study the word of God. <coughs> You've heard, It's not me who said. It. it says. Thy word have I kept in my heart. That I may not what? Sin. So which means. If there is no word in you. The chances of you sinning are very what? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Jesus, have you seen in a what? Yeah. Trust me, when you keep the word of God in your heart, certain times when you're about to do something wrong, eh? Trust me, that's what, that, that's what happens. If the word of God has fully dwelt in your heart, that's what happens. So instead of the word of God, ensure that the word of God is forever your standard. Ensure that even as you are praying, pray prayer points according to the the word of God. In short, as you are doing whatever it is, it should be aligned with the... Eh? So in order for you not to have lust, you should have the... Word of God. Because lust is a weed. It means it's planted. The word of God is a what? See. Same way light and darkness cannot exist. The same way truth and lies cannot... coexist. Now one thing you should know about lies. Lies need, for, in order for a lie to be a lie, the truth must first exist. The foundation of a lie is there. The foundation of a lie is there. So when you know certain scriptures or certain things that the word of God says, the devil can challenge what you know. So this, this is uh, saying that eh, the more you know your Bible, just know that Satan will come try and twist your understanding of it by feeding you lies. Isn't it that the devil first came to Eve and said, has God truly said?
1: <laughs>
0: Isn't it that he was using the, the truth in order for him to promote his lies? They will never love the truth. You never know, love
1: the
0: truth. <coughs> oh, Amen. So Osa you point, I tell Amen. There's one thing my mom has taught me to grow in, which is hating lies. That's one thing I hate. That's after the devil, demons, lies I hate. Because it classifies them. Amen. It classifies what? Hallelujah. How many of you have been blessed by...